0: welcome to the skinny legend podcast presented to you by the one the only side note not in ecuador though because everyone in their mother's name is ana carolina gonzalez hey guys welcome to the very first episode there are so many topics that i want to discuss the other it was father's day happy father's day To all the fathers, my dad is probably my favorite person in the entire world, so shout out to him. I was super upset that I'm in a different country, but we'll get into that a little bit later first. Over the weekend for Father's Day, my family and I got drunk, and I stayed up till like 5 in the morning playing Fortnite, and I went and called all of my ex-boyfriends it's just so great i love when i do that but one particular ex-boyfriend i don't want to talk to so i hung up as soon as i had the guts to call him he's blocked by the way on everything so i called him and i don't think it even finished ringing once and i quickly hung up and i was like wait wait wait." like i don't want to talk to him his name is dweeb and he kind of ruined my life a little bit. I will get into that in a different episode. I also, a week ago, watched the movie 365 Days. What are your thoughts? First and foremost, the most important. If you guys are interested in toxic, narcissistic, gaslighting faces of boyfriends, then um, you will, you'll want to stay tuned for that one. Point that I want to make is i'm in love with michael moran aka dan massimo i don't know why but i am always attracted to the toxic stalkerish crazy boyfriends first today is tuesday the 23rd i was attracted to the mr gray i was attracted to joe from you and now dan massimo from 365 days but it's just a dominance that i feel like i love like he's a shady character his job entailed human trafficking and he literally kidnapped a female and was like you have 365 days to fall in love with me i would have fell in love with the guy who did that to me the first day but i don't know why i know a lot of females are like that I also wanna say the sex scenes from there are super realistic. As soon as the sex scenes from the yacht came on, on 365 days, my ass went straight to Google to find out if it was real or fake. And that's not acting, my friends. I don't care what the director says. There's no way that that was fake. A lot of people are comparing Fifty Shades and 365. I can't put my two cents because I didn't watch the movie to its full entirety. Here is what happened. Let's bring it back to when I was 19 years old, sneaking my boyfriend in every other night. And we would watch Netflix movies. So we put that on and they start having sex. And so we start having sex. And after that, we just kind of ignored it. And we didn't start having sex because we were turned on. I think it was more, personally, just me. I was bored and I was like, if they're having sex, I want to have sex. But what I can do is rate 365 days. And I'm going to break it down like this. I'm going to rate sex scenes and then every other scene. I love the sex scenes. Like I said, I it was super realistic. I felt like I was watching porn legit. So I'm going to say 10 out of 10 would recommend. The other scenes... I'm gonna say like a six or seven out of 10. Next thing I wanna talk about is, I saw this little quote on the breakup page on Instagram, I think, I just wanted to share my opinion. So here we go, this is what it says. It blocks you, he's not over you and neither is his girlfriend. From personal experience, whenever I end a relationship with a guy, I block them on everything. At one point, I went as far as to block my ex-boyfriend on Venmo because he would find different ways to contact me. I think that's best. When you're constantly stalking the person or if they're coming up, popping up on your timeline or what have you, it makes it a lot more difficult to just move on. And that's just me. That's just the way I work. I'm going to give you guys a quick rundown on one of my exes. I manifested, I feel like, his girl to him, cause I had visions of this female in my dreams, like literally I had a dream once and it, she was like, she had this colored hair, she matched his steez, like they both dress alike and I would just envision this person for him and I was like, and I would tell him all the time, I was like, you need to be with somebody else. So moving forward, she po- His cousin posted this picture of him and his girlfriend, I mean, like, all of them together. It was literally the girl that I envisioned for him. So in any way, shape, or form, would ever try to, like, get in between that. I am not that kind of person. My ex boyfriends is still black. The only reason why I saw her picture was because his cousin and I still follow each other. And I was, like, happy for them. Don't you know, like I click on the, I was just being nosy because she tagged her and I click on her page and she blocked me. And I was just like, what went on there for her to just like block me? Like I've done nothing. Like I have not contacted my ex. So I want to know your thoughts on it because I'm very like dumb when it comes to that. Just because I would never block my boyfriend's ex-girlfriend. I just don't care that much. But I know my ex-boyfriend is over me as well. Him and I were both over each other while we were together. So when we were broken up, it'd been already a while that we were both over each other. Anyway, next topic. I feel like my family is hearing me and they're like, what the fuck is this crazy bitch doing? They just stopped talking. Oh well, YOLO. So I stumbled across pick a card readings on YouTube. And I wanna know if you guys have heard of these kind of videos. I always get into the weird side of YouTube. This came across my recommended page and I clicked on it and wow, I was so codependent on these videos for a long time. So what it is basically, if you have heard about tarot card readers, it's basically like this, but it's more of a manifestation kind of situation or like meditating towards something. I'll explain in more detail in one second. First wanna ask you guys if you believe In tarot card readers, psychics, and mediums and stuff like that, I also do have an open mind when it comes to shit like this because the world and the universe is so big that why would it not be true? Anyway, pick a card readings. This is how it goes. You click on the video. It could be about money. It could be about your career, your love life, your future husband, your future kids. Literally, it'll tell you like... How many kids will you have how old will you be when you have your first kid or like what does your future husband look like does your ex want you back so you click on the video what i like to do first is hit pause as soon as the video goes on close my eyes and like meditate on the title so if it's like does your ex-boyfriend want you back i'll be like does dweeb want me back does Dweeb want me back? Does he have a message to tell me like blah, 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 I'll meditate for a couple seconds, take a few deep breaths, open my eyes, wherever my eyes are drawn to the most is the card that I will pick. I can be very indecisive, so this process can take a couple of minutes, whereas it may be easier for other people. Then I go on to hear what she has to say, and I will tell you, 90% of the the videos that i've done are accurate i've recommended it to people to my clients and friends that i know have had like toxic relationships and they have all came back like what kind of witchcraft did you send me to do listen to because this is so accurate and i'm like isn't it fucking crazy i then bookmark them and go on to see if they were right predicting my future or in the moment most of the time they're right like telling me about my past so it's just so crazy i love it i feel like you guys if you're if you believe in that stuff or even if you don't just for fun get into it and see what happens my favorite person is the gem goddess on youtube she doesn't just do tarot card readings she also does manifestation videos i love her energy i love her vibe i love her her spirits it's just very uplifting and positive positive and um i also want to say when i the very first day that i stumbled across these videos i just clicked on anyone that came up on like the up next thing after i finished watching the video and they weren't from the same people it was like different youtubers and they were all telling me the same thing um which leads me to the next thing okay so they were telling me i was gonna marry like my future husband was gonna look like this this was his sign um this is like some of her his characteristics, blah, 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 blah. Like 10 of them all led to pretty much the same guy. Then this was around August. I One of my clients was a tarot card reader. She was a new client of mine. As soon as she like laid in my bed like the lash bed, she started reading me like a fucking book. And I was like, um, excuse me, what? My mind was so blown, cause she was so accurate. And she went on to like, tell me that my ex-boyfriend, the one I was telling you guys about earlier with the ex-girlfriend is my soulmate. And I was just like, no, no, no. Like I'm completely over that guy. There's no way he could be my soulmate. And she was like, a soulmate doesn't mean necessarily that they're like the person you're gonna marry. A soulmate can be anything sent from God to help you in life. And one quick thing from our relationship, we were together for many, many years. He texted me, I don't save their number. So he was the last person in my mind. I had not spoken to him in a month. I like then look at the number closer and I'm like, oh my God, that's him. So I took the advice that she told me and I said, hey back. And long story short, we ended up getting back together. And obviously we ended up breaking up, but that was a relationship I needed to have because like I said earlier, it was the most raw, real relationship. And I got the best thing in my life out of it. And it's my puppy, Mochi. So he ended up buying me a Tika Pomeranian. And he is my lifeline. I love him. Shout out to you, Mochi. You are my life. I can't wait to see you. I'm so sad that I'm away. Anyway, that's just to conclude my whole point as I do really believe in there are a lot of lessons through our relationship that i can look back on and learn from and it has changed me as a person in a negative and a positive way but i've grown as a person and it i continue to learn from that relationship to this day even though him and i broke up two years ago so basically she just said it's like an invisible tie that you guys will have forever even if you guys never talk again he's your soulmate and she told me my twin flame was gonna enter my life very soon and basically my twin flame was the guy that i was gonna marry so she started describing him which piggybacked off of all the energy and all of the things that i was told through the pick a card readings she sat there and told me she described this guy for me and i wasn't thinking about dweeb dweeb is a very toxic toxic guy so we'll say dweeb is the first guy that i spoke about the one that everyone said i was gonna marry i was with him for about like six seven months the most real raw relationship i've ever had the one that i was with that i blocked on everything and even venmo we'll call him d so d is my soulmate according to her and and dweeb is that sounds pretty familiar dweeb is my twin flame the guy i'm gonna marry so but him and i this was in august where i had the reading beginning of july him and i had a falling out and basically like we ended things and he just kind of like in the beginning was super obsessed with me until like i fell for him and then once i fell for him he like dropped me kind of like stopped giving a fuck there's the explanation behind him so august comes around and i'm not over him but i don't want to be in a relationship with him so when she tells me a new guy is entering my life and he's gonna be the one i was like super excited and then she started describing him and a lot of it was kind of describing dweeb's Characteristics like his his features, like dark hair, like tan skin, Italian, kind of like that. And then she sa- starts like telling me he's gonna interact with my family, like always gonna want to help my family out, like give a hand. His family is gonna love me. That was also very emphasized when she was reading me. And she tells me that he has a house, he has his own, he's a business owner, all in which Dwee is. She starts also telling me a few things. She was like, "You're you when you first meet this guy, like don't tell him that you're like an independent woman." And I was like, "Oh, that's crazy because I was talking to this guy and I told him like the very first day we hung out, like the very first day I met him, I was like, "Yeah, like I'm very independent." So then I start describing further situations and scenarios that he, she had mentioned, plus his looks and why we fell off. Yeah, but i'm sure it's just like a coincidence like it's very generic like like that could be anyone and she like immediately was like no 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 no. not a new guy he is the one and she was like and you know i'm getting new energy now she's like he is within the next two weeks he's gonna message you and it's gonna be super nonchalant he's not gonna try to pick up the pieces on the last conversation that you guys had which was our falling out Nothing like that. He's going to just text you a, hey, what's up? Or just simply, hey. And she was like, and what you're going to do is you're not going to be a bitch to him. You're not going to ignore him. You're going to respond back in a nice way. And it's so funny that she said that because had I never had that reading with her, I would have never responded to him. I would have like literally been like, what the fuck is wrong with this fucking man? So not even a week goes by and I was sick with strep. He, so I slept all day and I woke up at four in the morning to a text from a Philly number and it said, hey, what's up? And I was so, like, I completely had forgotten about her because I did not want him. Like I said, everything she told me, I kind of was like, yeah, it's crazy. It's insane, two, three. She literally got everything on point, but I don't want it to be him. So I was still like stuck with what she told me at first, saying it was gonna be a new guy entering my life. Even though it was a Philly number that texted me, hey, what's up? I thought it was just, I have a lot of friends in Philly, a lot of guys that I mean, go thing easier. I remember one time, uh, this was like when I was 18, my boyfriend and I broke up. And I was doing just fine, but I lost my virginity to this guy, so from the moment that we had sex psychics and mediums, that's not to say that there aren't scammers out in the world. I know one of my clients got scammed out of 1,500 dollars. Alright, so quote of the day. So the quote is, and then we meet again, but as strangers. So I don't know about you, but I hate goodbyes. It always makes me hold on to that person and that thing even more. I have a hard time letting go and ending the chapter. So this quote helps me close that book because the character didn't die off. I just changed the perspective and narrative, and I'm accepting the new title that they hold in my life, which makes the whole point, I think it was like four months into our relationship, I had written down every single time that we had sex in this like calendar or this or it was on an app like the aunt flow app or something like that so I would put like a heart every single time we had sex so the one day I forget what happened but the app got deleted and erased all the information of him and I like having sex and for some reason because that information got deleted i felt super sad, super vulnerable. I felt like something had ended for, for life. I ended up going back to him another time. We had the couple app, like we would communicate through there a lot of the times, just send each other pictures and messages, have all like the anniversary dates on there. You, you could like send kisses through like your thumb and it would like notify your significant other in real time and shit like that. And the one day I forgot my password and username to it. And because of that, it made me Go back to him again. So shit like that, for example, is what triggers me. Um, But had I just been like, you know, he's just my ex-boyfriend. We're going to become strangers. And it's that. It's not. We're never going to talk again. He's done. He's done for good. And he's dead to me. It's more like. The new title he holds in my life is A Stranger and I'm okay with that and I'm more accepting of it in that scenario. Can we talk about how I traveled out of the country to get surgery for three weeks and I got stuck because of country lockdown? This falls under the category of me being impulsive and spontaneous. I booked a flight February 20th and left eight days later. Disclaimer, before... Coronavirus was big, by the way. There were zero cases in Ecuador and minimal cases in America. But I didn't fully think it through. I never in a million years thought that I would get stuck out of the country because of a pandemic. I just never thought that it would happen to me. But here I am, and thank God that I have family here. You would think I'd be more prudent considering I think someone put a hex on me for when it comes to traveling. Because something bad always happens. But no, I literally was about to book a vacation to to Tulum the day that after i get home the only reason why i didn't do it though was because i had bigger better things to do like celebrate my dog's first birthday um i wouldn't miss that for the fucking world so clearly i've learned nothing through my travel experiences since i started traveling But, I also learned that I get the best stories once I overlook the negative situations that occur during my trips. I also want to discuss something really quickly that means so much to me. My heart is entirely broken because this is not getting the exposure it needs to be getting. I want to talk about what is going on in Yemen. Yemen is the largest humanitarian crisis in the world. I want to emphasize two key words in my previous statement, largest and world with more than 24 million people in need of humanitarian assistance. Do you understand what that means? People are dying. They need our help desperately. This isn't something you turn your your back on and ignore. Out of the 24 million, 12 million are children. And since March 2015, the country has become a living hell for these children. So much is going on in the country. I want to break down a couple of things. So they're at war right now and they're going through two pandemics, one being COVID-19 and they have no masks, no gloves, no clear water. They are lacking oxygen tanks for those who are severely affected with COVID. The healthcare system is pretty fucked up there. On top of war and COVID, they're also dealing with the second pandemic, dealing with cholera, famine, and floods, amongst many other things. This breaks my heart into a million pieces and something I want to continue to bring awareness to. You think your donation doesn't make a difference, but it really does. I believe for every $25 you donate, you can feed a family of seven for two weeks. There's so much more going on. And for more information and detail, I have a link on my Instagram bio. Please make a difference. Put yourself in their shoes. For us, $25 is giving up nothing. Could be a lipstick or coffee for the week. But for them, it means the world. If you can't donate, there are many other ways that you can help. You can also help by signing petitions and educating yourself and spreading awareness. I'm a Sagittarius. Good old surgery. I know it's a controversial topic because a lot of people are against it and they think well, people do what you want. No one is paying for my surgery. I'm funding this 100% myself here's my two cents running my own business and i'm 25 fucking years old this is something that i've wanted to do since i was 15 i'm just that kind of person it's my personality like it's a personality treat to me i'm super girly i love experimenting and trying new things and i know surgery is like not just like, oh, let me get my eyelashes done and fake nails and microblading. It is like permanent, sort of. But I've done my research and this is something I've wanted to do since I was 15 years old. i dislike disliked my nose, I've disliked my boobs, and I've also disliked my eyelids. Out of the three, my eyelids is the number one thing I want to change. I always look super tired. I have uneven eyelids, so my one eyelid is like super hooded. The other one just has like a different crease line it actually has like two crease lines but it always just makes me look super tired now for my nose i have a deviated septum which gives me so much trouble breathing at night sometimes i wake up suffocating other times when i do break up it's because i'm suffocating because my throat is so dry that i can no longer breathe through my mouth i never knew it was deviated septum i just thought my nose was stuffy and that was that and there was nothing i could do to fix it until Dweep told me bitch you snore at night and I know exactly why it is. And I was like, oh, I don't snore, at night What are you talking about? And he's like, Nah, no, you definitely do. And it's because you have a deviated septum. And I had that shit, and I got surgery, and now I could breathe fine. And I was like, Oh shit. So I started looking into it. But then I I found the surgeon, got further education with kim kardashian rhinoplasty surgeon as well as other celebrities and so she does mimic their work like she's super how i envision my body and my nose is how she did it wanted her to do a breast augmentation and lift which we spoke about and i mentioned bbl but she told me no which was for the better obviously things did not work out due to the fact that She was unprofessional and I backed out last minute. There was just a lot of things wrong. Long story short, our consultation, she rushed it. She did not give me the proper information on like what kind of implants she was going to do, the projection, the size, et cetera, et cetera. Also, she didn't send in all the paperwork that I needed to get done before the surgery. Also, she just would never respond. She failed to give me the um, EKG, which is the most important test that you need to have before Surgery. Or you could have a fucking, I don't know, heart attack. Thank God I did not get surgery there because I later found out that the city I was in it was an epic center of COVID nineteen and the hospital that I would have gotten operated in COVID-19 patients, I could have probably gotten infected because I was there getting surgery. That's not to say that I am not gonna get it done ever. I just need to feel like things are right. And my mom was like, oh my God, you're being so annoying. You're being so picky. My EKG done. That is so unprofessional. And for me to trust her with my life, it's just not it for me. And you need to be picky and you need to set your standards high. I probably saw and spoke to five different surgeons And none of them were the right fit for me. Stop being like that. And I was like, no. Like, what if I died during the operation because I didn't have... And my mom would get frustrated because she's like, you're wasting your money on the consultation fees and stuff like that. I don't care. I'd rather spend $300 on consultation fees than to have to get reconstructive surgery later in life. Or to just be really unhappy with the results. Just because I'm pro-surgery and stuff like that, I don't condone... People getting surgery because the hell of it. These are things that I've been super insecure about for a long time and I wanna fix it. And like I said, I'm funding it myself. I thought about it since I was 15, but I'm 25 now. I've literally had or you see it all over social media so you feel the need that you have to do it if you are, just make sure it's not because you feel pressured by people a lot of it is health issues but a lot of it is also good. if you are going to do it, please, please, please do your research set realistic standards for yourself and make sure that the surgeon that you go to I've been wanting to do it since I was younger to so makes you feel comfortable and answers all your questions and it just feels right. I saw that the Ace family puts a video on their on the birth of their son. And oh my god, I'm pissed the fuck off. Austin is such a little fucking bitch baby. He exudes small dick energy. Oh my god. I am so mad watching this. I couldn't even finish. So the nurse was so kind to ask him or give him the option to. To deliver his baby boy and instantly you can tell in his face like he doesn't want to do it like he's a scared little fucking bitch baby and Catherine's like wanting him to do it like it's his first son their last pregnancy and he's like I don't know like I just don't want to be scarred like are you fucking kidding me it's a fucking it's a miracle like watching your baby born he they've mentioned before he hasn't watched the girls be born like Catherine giving birth to them he's been on the side and like even on this pregnancy he's not even like next to her he is turned his back to her a few feet away filming himself and she's in the background like if you're not there for your fucking wife giving birth to your fucking children what is wrong with you on the next clip he's like i don't know i'll think about it and then on the next clip it's her saying like he didn't want to do it but she's gonna pull her son out kind of like how kourtney kardashian did it with Mason, I believe, and Penelope. And Rain, I think. She I think she did with all her three kids. Um, but he just wanted no parts. And they're like, Well, a man coming from a man full of tattoos. And he's just like, Yeah, like I don't wanna be scarred. Like, what are you gonna be scarred from? He, the nurse was literally like, It's just a vagina and a baby head. And he's just like, Yeah, like I don't know. Like, uh, I hate men like that. I, that is all I wanna say. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I hate men like all. Thank you guys so much for tuning into my very first episode of the Skinny Legend Podcast. This is my very first podcast ever, so please bear with me with any mistakes. I did have some technical difficulties today with some background noise and an audio just being deleted by accident. I don't know exactly what happened. It was like a 24-minute clip, but it is what it is it was boring stuff in regards to zodiac signs and astrology and it was very narcissistic because i was only speaking about my signs and shit like that and not very interesting so i'm glad that was sort of deleted i'll be posting every friday and very exciting news for next friday's episode i will be home oh my god i get home july 1st so i'm not sure what day friday lands on but regardless i'll be back in the states after four months of being away i look forward to next week's episode have a great day and stay blessed skinny legends